0: According to the annual survey of working Canadians from the National Payroll Institute, 50% of Canadians currently feel overwhelmed by debt. How can you take steps to get on the right financial path in 2024? Well, joining us with the solutions and to solve the world's problems is Bruce Sellery, (laughs) CEO of Credit Canada. Welcome back to the show, Bruce. I love that I am the one with the solutions to
1: solve all the world problems. We're going to have this all wrapped up by... Seven eighteen a.m. And, if, and but if not, you're the scapegoat, so we can hand out your. <laughs> oh, website. I um, can carry the burden of that. No well, problem. Have he, you
2: seen the size of his shoulders? You know what? He, no,
0: no, he does. <laughs> yeah, he is buff. I don't know why the, the number eighty-five came to mind. Not your age, Uh but <laughs> you mentioned that you were doing sit-ups before lunch, and I think you said you're up to eighty-five sit-ups a day or something like that. I am. That's, I am.
1: And I don't like it, by the way. Just in case you have
0: any (laughs) illusion that this
1: is like something that gives me joy, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it does not. But I need to do the sit-ups to support the shoulders that I'm working on (laughs) to carry the weight of the world. You know what doesn't
2: give people joy for the most part? Debt.
0: Debt. And this is where I want to go, Bruce, because you said in 2020, not you, um, as an individual in 2023, this is going to be my year, 2024. And now you look at the calendar and it's February 1st. Whereas wishes and dreams and intentions are great. They might not get you where you want to go. What can we do to get on track, Bruce, because we're a month in. Okay, so we've talked a lot about cutting, cutting, cutting and
1: manage credit cards and all that stuff. Today, I want to focus on another lever. So the first lever, sure, lower expenses, got it. The second is to make an effort to increase your income. And there are a bunch of ways that folks can uh, do that. And this is basically for Sue and Andy, a way for you to ask for a raise. So I'll give you all Perfect. sorts of tips to get your big bosses to uh, move on that front. But I'm recording uh, there now. are a couple things, a couple things that people can do. Ask for a raise. And I know that may sound like completely ridiculous, especially for people who are trying to find a job. But for some, that is appropriate to their culture and they just have to be willing to walk into that office and make the ask. Here, here are some thoughts to make sure you're, you're set to do that. Be amazing at your job. People often forget this one, like I can go ask for a raise when I'm a meh performer. No, be great, be invaluable. Second is think about how compensation is managed in your work culture. This doesn't work in many union environments or places with a very specific process in terms of when that happens and how it happens choose the right time to ask so good times include you've had a nice big achievement you got a good performance review the company's in a good place financially and arrive with some research. So what are the salary trends? You can go on Glassdoor. There's many different places where you can um, benchmark your salary and compare or prepare a compelling case and then anticipate and answer potential questions to enhance your chances of success. So I think this is one lever that people should look at pulling.
2: So, I mean, there's a great connection then, right, between financial well-being and and career success. And no matter what that career might be, or what that financial number is, those two, things do go hand in hand
1: they go hand in hand and where there's some rigor for you as the individual is to not let lifestyle creep affect you lifestyle inflation so i'm saying ask for that raise so you can lower your debt. I'm not saying ask for that raise so you can take a bigger vacation. Though, if you have zero debt, sure, you can focus the uh, increase to that. Always, I believe when you get a raise, a portion should go to some things that you want. Hooray, you earned it by the ATV. But a larger portion should go for long-term goals. So say you get a 5% increase, 2.5% can go to improving your lifestyle, 2.5% goes to an in increase in savings towards retirement, um, you know, kids education, whatever else that is.
0: But it's interesting because I would think, in, from your experience, Bruce, you can let us know with the clients. And I know CEO of Credit Canada. Has that been two years for you? A couple of years? Three. Three. Oh, time yeah. waits for no one, Bruce. That's what I'm. That's way you got to do your sit-ups. Um, but I know you've always been in this world, and I'm wondering if you have seen the demographic of people reaching out for the services of, of Credit Canada, for example, in, in companies like yours, changing because you might have a whole sect of people who've never had these sorts of money issues. Yeah. 100%. And I, I wouldn't say there's much of a demographic shift
1: so much as uh, people some age out of our services in some respect, as in fewer 80-year-olds are picking up the phone and calling us. Not none, but fewer. And there are more people who are in their late 20s. So that really kind of 25 to 40 is the biggest uh, age range for people. They're old enough that they can get into trouble and they're young enough that maybe they haven't quite figured out how to manage their cash flow as they would like to. I got a couple more tips on on increasing your income. Lay it on And, and they include asking for more hours. No one wants to work more, but you could in many cultures and in this time, maybe you could get more hours. It is a very practical way to boost your income without changing jobs. Third thing, a side hustle. A lot of people talk about that. There's tons of ways to do it. Uh, Upskilling yourself for a promotion is another one. So so you talk about career. This is a long-term game. So what are the things that are going to position you over the long period of time? And then, of course, it may be that a competitor will offer you a higher wage if you were to leave. Make that choice with care. I remember when I lived in Alberta in like 2006, 2007. Remember, I was talking to employers back then who were like, my wait staff has quit. They didn't even say goodbye. They walked across the street for 50 cents more an hour. Very short-term game. Sure, you got the 50 cents. You burned your bridge. When the economy turned and things got tougher, you couldn't go back to that employer Mm. um, to ask a favour because you kind of burned them. So be very thoughtful about changing employers.
2: Yeah, my parents always instilled that. Never burn a bridge. Okay, Bruce, you are the CEO of Credit Canada, creditcanada.com. Tell us, how can people use Credit Canada then to their advantage to help take charge of their finances, get control using the tools and services that you guys have available to us?
1: You're gonna pick up the phone you're going to call us. One of our awesome credit counselors is going to listen to whatever's going on for you without shame, without judgment, and for free. And then they're going to say, like, maybe you just need to attend a webinar. Maybe you need to learn a bit more about budgeting. Maybe you would benefit from our financial coaching program, which is spectacular. It's six weeks, it's incredibly intense, and the results are off the charts. You may benefit from a debt consolidation program. You may benefit from a consumer proposal. So you're going to talk about your circumstances circumstances. And our counselor is going to say, based on what you said, here are some actions you can take. We have this uh, principle at Credit Canada, and we call it an action for everyone. So our counselors are listening for the action that you could take and then setting you up to take it. This is not just like watching a movie about how to get a handle on things. This is about identifying an action and then making a promise to your counselor and to yourself that you will go out and take it.
0: But here's the other part of it, and I'm wondering because you, you mentioned the, the, the steps and you mentioned the structure in place, what you offer, and the, the fact that yeah. if if I call today or I yeah. reach out, I won't be alone because so many Canadians are. But for those people whose hand is shaking when they're reaching for that phone and just might be afraid or and or in many cases ashamed to make that call, what do you say? I say two things. Uh, One is you will
1: be greeted by a professional whose job is to answer calls like this. So that's really what I would say. The second thing I would say is you can connect with us on chat. So if it's too much to be like, I just can't talk to someone, go on chat and we're not staffed 24 hours a day, but you can do an entire credit counseling appointment on chat. You never have to speak to another human in person if you don't want to. And for some people, that's like a much more preferable yeah. thing. They're going to ask you the same questions, but you can do it on chat and kind of bounce back and forth. If email's easier for you, we are the only nonprofit credit counseling agency in the country that offers full counseling appointments on chat.
2: Thanks for being awesome. Thanks for breaking it all down for us. And hopefully, maybe if you've even helped one person today. You did your job. You earned your salary, Bruce. Thanks for joining us. I am so glad. CreditCanada.com. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Bruce Celery, CEO of Credit Canada. He said it. CreditCanada.com. His own website, moolala.ca for even more info.